the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Well, it's not just another edition. No. It's the Friday edition of The Ride Home. Fabulous. Which it could be. I don't know. Do you think that's the best edition? <laughs> well, I don't like to sort of, you know, put best or, you know, I don't want to put that in a little scale. But you feel like that that's what? What? All of a sudden we get like all proud or something. Like, oh, we're the best. The best edition. I don't. You want to do that? Maybe. Oh, come on. Don't do that. I don't know. Then it makes trouble. I feel like it could be. Nope. Then there's pressure. Because what if today's show stinks? Okay. And you go, that that was horrible. Why would you say it was the best? Based on what we have planned, how could it stay? Well, you never know, Kath. I mean, it's a work in progress. Everything is. It's, you know, it's creation. Sometimes, like, you know, you're throwing the pottery wheel. You go, oh, that's a good pot. Other times you go, what was I thinking? My thumb got in the way. But all of a sudden, this is like God uses, you know... No. Some for common use and some for sacred use. I'm just use. saying, and you so know. So we could be extremely common today. It's called a show for a reason because there is, you know, even though we're here and we're just, you know, hanging out, there is an element of show to it. So, you know, it has its life of its own. So basically what we're telling listeners is stay tuned and let's see how it turns out. That's exactly, that's what right. we, the best you can hope for. All right. I'm, I mean, I'm not complaining about that. I think I, it's a fine idea. The best you can hope for. We did a, a thing a while ago that never made it to air. Some things never make it to air. Some, th- some things are better off not making it to air. So every day here in the studio, I'm looking at the candy wheel. Oh yeah. We need to get on the candy no, wheel. What happened to the candy wheel? It's dead. It's not dead. It's Why dead. is it dead? It's a bad idea. It was a good idea. Thank you, Christy. But- I have. I can't be part of it. Right. That's what happened. Maybe. Oh, I, I you mean because of technolo- tech, technical problems. Yeah. That was what we tried to include. Yeah, but anyway. So every day I look at. I look over well, to my right. Well, if not here. a part of it, then I don't want to be a part. Of exactly. It. That's why I said it was dead. Mm-hmm. So I looked to my right and I see one of our failures, which is the wheel itself, with it's got a Heath bar, some Swedish fish. Now I some feel. Sweet tarts, I still Mike feel committed to the candy wheel. Well, you know what? I've been eating the candy. <laughs> So, you brought it into my office and I've been eating it. I gave her some stuff. What? You guys? There's a zero bar in my office. You can still have it. I'm you... not going to eat it. You can have it. Oh, my, not that good name. You know what? I'm doing the candy wheel. I'm doing it. Yes, I, might, but... I might have to do the candy wheel alone, but I'm doing it. Go. We need just somebody to be in here while the three of us are in there. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yesterday, uh, during the um, afternoon, I was in my office alone and there was a Heath bar and I ate it and then I felt sick. And I thought, I'm not doing that ever again. So. Oh, first of all, that's ridiculous to even say that because you know you will. No, because it really made me sick. Like, ugh. See, and yesterday's show wasn't so good because I wasn't feeling good. Is that right? <laughs> no. I don't think that's what it was, actually. No. So the I just ran into somebody today who said, I loved yesterday's show. What was that? What did we do? I don't remember. I forget it. Okay. Ask the pastor. Oh, yeah. Oh, we can't mess yeah, that up. right, because that doesn't, that's, right. Chris, that's fabulous. Yeah, but there was something funny I don't know. yesterday. I don't know what it was, yeah, but this person said it was very funny. There it goes. So I said, okay. 
All right. Uh, happy Friday to you. What yeah, time is it here, it's anyway? It's probably time for me to tell you. Tell me Your what. weekend has begun. Fabulous. It's... There you go. Eight minutes past the four o'clock so next hour. Next Friday, we have to get. I think we have to get a new guy. Yeah, I, I think now that we have music back, think, we can play some yeah, new music. Yeah, okay, that All guy. This right. Christie's got a, a job there next week. That's huh? right. New Friday music for the uh, woo. Christie's like, give me a few less jobs. That's right. what I'd like. <laughs> anyway, thank goodness it's Friday, right? Fabulous. You got weekend plans? Uh, I do. I'm going to a graduation party tonight. Hey, who's graduating? Yeah, we're going to celebrate Mira tonight. Fabulous, Mira. Mm-hmm. High school, college. High school. Excellent. Yep. And then tomorrow, I have uh, we have very good friends coming in from out of town. Hey, do you though? Yes. Nice. And they're going to like they're going to break in your house. They're going to break in our I mean, house. No, not break well, in. I mean, but like, you know. <laughs> they're not going to break into our <laughs> yeah, house. They were good friends, so they broke <laughs> in my house. No, but they're going to like so the house is pretty much like there. It's there. The I mean, it's not guests. it's not quite done yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still have like wires hanging out of here and there. How's the stove? Uh, broken. Mm. Stove doesn't work. It's very good. I mean, stove works. Excuse me. The oven is broken. Okay. Okay. So I've got burners, but I don't have anything. So I was going to make a cake you know, for my good friends coming. Nope. But I can't do that. No, forget it. Unless I can make. Can you make a cake in an air fryer? Mm, no, Probably no. a bad cake. You just go to the bakery. That's yeah, all. I guess that's what I'm going to have to do. Anyway. Okay, uh, news. You got any news for the day? I do have some All news right, without today, further ado, then please give us the top four at four. All of us are following the news about the hero who attended the potluck, potluck dinner and ended up subduing a gunman who opened fire inside an Alabama church yesterday, uh, killing three members. Um, so that's, first of all, on our minds and our hearts. And uh, But let's move on with four other news stories today. Let's start with number one. Three former fraternity members, John, sentenced yesterday to jail terms for their roles in the hazing death of a Bowling Green State student, uh, Bowling Green State University student, mm-hmm. while two others were ordered to serve house arrest. One man of Olean, New York, one of Cleveland, Olean. one of Sylvania, Ohio, had all pleaded guilty to reckless homicide and hazing counts. Um, also, uh, there were guilty pleas to obstructing justice and tampering with evidence. Two other men, one from Erie, PA, and one of Loveland, Ohio, pleaded guilty to tampering with evidence and hazing, also obstructing official business. These charges stem, John, from the March 2021 death of Stone Foltz, 20 years old, a sophomore from Delaware, Ohio, who died of alcohol poisoning after a fraternity initiation event in which he was hazed into finishing an entire bottle of alcohol. He died three days after the event, after he was put on life support. Number two. SpaceX, the private rocket company, yesterday fired employees who helped write and distribute an open letter criticizing Elon Musk, Hmm. said three employees with, quote unquote, knowledge of the situation. Some SpaceX employees apparently began circulating the letter, which denounced Mr. Musk's activity on Twitter. The letter called the billionaire's public behavior and tweeting, quote, a frequent source of distraction and embarrassment and asked the company to rein him in. About that. All right, embarrassed no more by, you don't have a That's job. right. By Thursday afternoon, SpaceX had fired some of the letter's organizers, and um, we'll wait and see what happens there. Wouldn't that crush you? You would lose your dream job. It, it would. It, it's stupid. And they're also right. It's, it's distracting for everybody. I can't imagine if you're working for one of his companies. Yeah. I mean, we know just do your work. what he is, right? What, you think they should have just stayed quiet? <laughs> 100%. Don't. 
Well, I, I, I do feel like it would be important for someone. You're going to call out management? Some, well, You're going to call no, out ownership? I'm not saying that you should. I'm just saying maybe someone who's in his circle needs to tell him. No. That, okay. It's fine. I mean. It's not fine. It's, his, it's, it's his thing. It's his company. It's true. But it, so it, you're it, the but employee. If, but if you're, if you're oh, relying geez. on your employees to be, you know, you're all in a team together, right? If they're annoyed with you because you can't stop talking in a public, you know, forum, then... Is there no way that they could let that be known? Uh, I don't think so. Okay. I, I think it's just best to be left alone. The team is, you know, at the workforce, the ownership is not part of the team per se. He, he's well, the owner. If you're the owner, you don't you want to cultivate a team atmosphere? Sure, that's fine. No, you, well, you, you don't if you don't, you're not willing to hear from your employees in the any minute you hear from them that they, you fire them. Well, you can hear them in a different way than a public letter trying to shame the guy. That's true. That's all. That's a good point. Well, you want to get on air here and, and no, try to talk about No, of course, about... I never would do that. I never would. I'm, because but, you have but, common but sense. He, but he is an odd dude. It doesn't matter. Okay. But he, he is, is an odd dude. Yeah, and he, he spends so much of his life in public that it can. I can imagine that it would be maddening to be working for him. Yeah, but these are like, you know, engineers and scientists. They're, they're working to put men in outer space to Mars. So what, you're letting, like, you know, you're going to write a letter because you're embarrassed? It's like a dream job. You've just flushed it all away. I don't understand what, why people would do that. Speaking of flushing it away, we're almost done with the top four at four. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Uh, number three, Vice President Kamala Harris in a visit to Pittsburgh today discussed the administration's efforts at the federal level to replace lead pipes, an issue uh, familiar to many Pittsburgh residents. I'm going to move on quickly. And number four, nothing. Gold, nothing there. Golden State won the NBA championship again, okay. four seasons after its last one. It's the franchise's seventh title and the fourth for its three superstars, Curry, Thompson, and Green, who have spent the past decade growing up together. And they certainly... Did a terrific job. Holy smokes. That's from the New York Times today. And that is your top four at four. Did you watch any of that, John? I did not. I have no interest. Did you? (laughs) I watched the clouds last night. Which were incredible. Fabulous. Christy, did you watch the NBA Finals? I don't. I don't like basketball. All right. Watching the clouds. Wow, you guys are a tough crowd. We're not a tough crowd. John and I were just... Watching the clouds. Yeah, okay. we're hanging out there and looking at the clouds. Wasn't All that right. beautiful last night? It was amazing. A lot better than watching TV. No, I mean, seriously, it was. Well, you know I, that. I don't think I, I need to feel judged by I'm you. Not it's judging. only like seven minutes after. No, it's 14 minutes after. I've been judged multiple times oh. today. <laughs> oh, everyone is so sensitive in this world. Yeah, I'm very, so very sensitive. precious here inside the order. Oh, oh, boy. Okay, next. What are we talking about? Yeah, Peter Smith with us, associated oh. for us. Associated Press Southern Baptists agree to keep a list. 101.5 WORD. Coming up on Love Worth Finding. Are you carrying heavy burdens alone? We have burdens. The Bible says man that is born of woman is full of trouble as the sparks that fly upward. But thank God we don't have to bear our burdens alone. Hear Adrian Rogers' series, How to Weather the Storms of Life, this month. On Love Worth Finding. Tonight at 11 on 101.5 WORD. Make a difference in your life that impacts you for years to come by traveling to Israel this year. Sign up today for the thrill and excitement of visiting the Holy Land this November with nationally syndicated media host Dr. Sebastian Gorka and renowned author and filmmaker Dinesh D'Souza. Visit StandWithIsraelTour.com for details and to register. On the tour, 
You'll step into history with mouth-watering cuisine, picturesque scenes, and magnificent people while visiting over 40 iconic sites and sacred places you've only read and heard about for years. Pray at the Western Wall in Jerusalem, float in the mineral-rich Dead Sea, and take a boat onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee as you experience something transforming in your life. Call 855-565-5519 to reserve your spot. Again, visit StandWithIsraelTour.com to book your trip today. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's healthcare bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings, Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Southern Baptists met in Anaheim, California this week for their yearly gathering. And uh, as always, uh, they made headlines. And uh, Peter Smith is with us from the Associated Press. Peter uh, has been following closely what's happening with the Southern Baptist Convention. Peter, welcome back. How are you? Good to be back. Good. How are you? Real yeah, good. Yeah, really good. You. To, really good to see you, Peter. Uh, excellent so, reporting. Yeah, excellent reporting as always. Um, you've been doing that for a long time. Peter worked right here in Pittsburgh for the Post Gazette uh, for a long time before he took his current post at the Associated Press. And Peter, um, you there's been so much going on in the Southern Baptist denomination over the last two years, three years. Um, it's hard to. Like we could talk for three hours just on what has changed and what's been discussed. So um, talk, kind of bring our listeners up to where we are currently. What are the main issues that the denomination has been struggling with? Um, well, main issues, I mean, for starters, just by way of background, you know, the Southern Baptist Convention is and has for a long time been the largest uh, Protestant denomination in the country. Um, by quite a sizable uh, margin. By a sizable margin, and they are um, not just Southern anymore. You know, they're, they they have quite a presence here in Pennsylvania, as well as all 50 states and beyond. Um, the last couple of years, there, there have been well, more than one issue, but the biggest really that has engulfed them has been a crisis of, of sexual abuse, which really began, you know, th- this issue has been simmering for more than a decade. Uh, and finally, the Houston Chronicle and San Antonio newspapers 
decided, okay, we've heard about this issue anecdotally, what's really out there. And they did, they just did some basic research to find hundreds of cases and also cases of, of clear cover up as well. Um, clearly that was reminiscent of the scandal in the Catholic church as well. And that has, um, prov- that, that was a couple of years ago. There's been a lot of tumult over that. And finally, Last year, they agreed to, okay, let's study how our executive committee has handled this. And the report came back and it was not good. That There mm-hmm. were clear cases where victims were stonewalled and uh, abusers um, enabled. And, and the, the committee actually had a list of predators all along, but they kept it secret because they were always saying, well, we can't keep a list because churches are self-governing. So... Uh, in response to this, the convention just this week, so they met for two days in Anaheim, California. They voted to do two things, to create um, yet another task force to oversee reforms in the coming year with op- option to renew and also to start keeping a list of um, credibly accused uh, abusive clergy so that it will be, you know, churches that are hiring um, or even just approving you know new members as volunteers can check this list and say see who's been already convicted or has confessed in past cases as well um this this task force will have some ability also to investigate allegations that come up i mean it's it's a major deal right because the southern baptists have said like and as you said uh, peter and you're reporting as well with the catholic church well there's no list and so uh, everything's okay but now that you know you've said they've made an internal list which they weren't sharing with the public not only were they not sharing it they were saying that they couldn't possibly generate such a list because of the independence of the individual churches right. well all along that's exactly the what they were doing right so finally it seems as though there is accountability from the Southern Baptist within themselves. The if you the gauging the reaction of the most prominent survivor advocates, it's it's mixed. Um, they are they are pleased that there are some steps being taken, but um, you know, like Krista Brown, who has been the most vocal for on this for you know going back more than a decade says, you know, it feels like it's so small compared to what it could be. Right. There's no survivor restitution fund. The This task force that has been created has a sunset provision. She would, you know, and others have said we need a more independent, permanent, well-staffed commission to investigate cases. And, yeah, their point is if, if, if someone is going to bring an accusation against say a pastor, you know, if you go to that church, you know, what's the the most likely reaction is going to be, but we know Pastor X, we know he couldn't do this. So you really need a more impartial independent commission. So so that can, that doesn't have that immediate emotional investment in, in the pastor and someone that can weigh these allegations. So there is a task force that will be doing that. They just wanted a more independent and robust one. I see. Peter, that really challenges, though, the um, organizational structure of Southern Baptist churches, correct? Because so much of the... the identity of the Southern Baptist denomination is their independence. You know, that each church governs themselves. And anything like this is going to mandate that there is going to be, you know, a more hierarchical structure. Am I right about that? Um, 
yeah, in practice, it, it would it feels that way. Now, now in reality, what you can you know, any church can just say, hey, you know, we're we're out of the Southern Baptist Convention. We're going to do what we want. You know, they don't have. It's not like with the Presbyterians or Methodists where there is some denominational control over that building, over that congregation, where they could you know either take control of the building or remove the pastor. None of that. So, you know, Southern Baptist headquarters cannot tell anyone what to do. What they can do is, you know, they can publicly call someone to account. They can just say, look, because this church is keeping this known predator on staff, you are therefore out of out of the Southern Baptist Convention. They can do that. They've always been able to do that. They have applied that rule to churches that have had women pastors. So, you know, they've always been criticized as saying, well, you know how to kick out a church if it has a woman pastor. Right. So, yeah. Okay. I see. Right. Right. It's openly gay pastor or something. You know how to kick churches out. Why aren't you kicking these out? So they've taken steps in the last Mm -hmm. couple of years to do some of that. And this will probably accelerate that process. Interesting. We're talking with Peter Smith from the Associated Press. He covered the Southern Baptist Convention this week in Anaheim, California. So speaking of women pastors, uh, Peter, um, Rick Warren was uh, given a very warm send-off, I would say. And with that, uh, it looks as though there may be some changes because Rick Warren's successor um, is coming on board now, and his wife is a teaching pastor in the Southern Baptist um, um, sort of mold, what does that look like? Um, that, excuse me. That that will be very interesting to see what what it does look like. Um, and, and I should say that the, the Baptists were in Anaheim. I was here <laughs> here in Pittsburgh uh, covering it live streaming. We did have an AP reporter on the scene as well, so we were tag teaming. But I see. Rick Warren's big Saddleback Church is just up the road from Anaheim. And he was the he, the church was a topic of debate even before he came up, and for the past year because last year they announced that they have ordained three women pastors, and so there was a motion to kick them out of the Southern Baptist Convention because the Baptist faith and message says the office of pastor is reserved for men. Um, so. That was studied for a year. The, the credentials committee came back and said, "Well, we've studied this, and we realize that not everyone defi- not everyone agrees on how we're defining pastor here. Everyone agrees the lead pastor, um, you know, in, in Baptist circles, that the lead pastor should be male. But a lot of churches, you know, the, you know, one church you might have a director of children's education. The next church you might have a children's pastor, and it might be the same job description mm-hmm. but a different title. So." When is a pastor not a pastor? There was a big debate over that where some people said, well, you know, the word means what it says. So they've already ordained some women pastors. And then Rick Warren is retiring after 40 years of building his startup church into one of the biggest in the country. The new pastor, uh, his wife is going to be appointed as teaching pastor. So yet again, that's an issue. So Rick Warren, there was a lot of debate and basically... um, in, this is a very Baptist moment. Instead of creating another committee to study it, the same committee that had been studying it is going to study it some more. Okay. <laughs> so we're going to have a lot of studying. A denomination that really does have a committee on committees. Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a very Baptist um, moment. <laughs> very yes. good. Yeah. So Rick Warren showed up, um, you know, casual attire and all, as usual, and 
gave kind of an emotional farewell address saying, you know, I'm about to retire, but thank you all for supporting me and making me what I am. And, um, and let's, you know, let's set a goal of fulfilling the great commission in the next 10 years, which would be the 2000th anniversary of the creation of the church at Pentecost. Mm. And let's not get distracted by secondary issues. And of course, you know, if you follow Baptist Twitter, which, you know, I do because I have to, some of it blew up. It's like, well, this isn't a secondary right. issue. This that, is a primary issue. You know, as soon I, of course, you know, heard, uh, well, I saw it on Twitter, actually, that Rick Warren said that. And then I knew. I thought, up. this is going to blow up. This is going to blow And of course it was. You know, you might call it a secondary issue, but to me, mm-hmm. is, yeah. you know, and I think obviously what Rick Warren was getting at was the biblical imperative. These are the, that Paul says, these are the issues of primary importance. Right. Here's our essentials. Right. And he was, and Rick Warren is saying, this isn't one of them. So let's not divide over this and you know, be as cantankerous and antagonistic as we've been. But I don't think – I'm not sure anybody heard that. Right. Uh, Peter, our, our time is short. Uh, before you leave us, though, talk about the change in leadership. Bart Barber has been appointed the, the new head of the SBC. That's going to be a big change as well, isn't it? Well, it's actually – in this case, it's a little more of continuity because <clears throat> there has been – you know, if you know your Southern Baptist history, you know, there were these epic battles between the, you know, self-labeled conservatives and moderates in the late 20th century, 80s and 90s. And that seemed like, okay, it's, it's, it's consolidated as a conservative denomination. But now there's kind of another battle between what I would say is different degrees on the spectrum mm-hmm. on the right um, and Barbara, by his own admission, is politically calls himself right wing, but much more open to dialogue with those that he disagrees with. There's another group that really wants to take the denomination further right in a more politically overt way, Hmm. um, even describe themselves as the pirates trying to retake the ship. Uh, It's very complicated, but so the self-described right-wing candidate was elected over another candidate that could be described as even more to the right. So this was similar to what happened last year. So as of now, I would say it's more status quo, less uh, of a radical change. Okay, good. Very good. I don't know if it's very good or good. I don't even know. All we're doing is appreciating Peter Smith for keeping track of it for us. Peter Smith from the Associated Press, thanks for joining us again. Always happy to be here. Very Mm -hmm. good. Always appreciate you. Follow Peter's good work at the AP. Mm -hmm. Very clean and clear. And a very difficult subject, oh my is it gosh. not? Peter Smith in the Associated Press. We'll take a quick break, come back, and reset this or that. It's our weekly delve into ridiculousness. Your spouse has said your marriage is over, and they're ready to walk out the door. So where does that leave you? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Bean, founder of Marriage Helper. We've helped thousands of couples in this exact situation. We want to share with you the things you can do right now to start turning this crisis around. If you're somebody who's lying in bed, sobbing yourself to sleep because your husband has left you or walked out on you or your wife has left you and you think, oh, well, this is it now. It's not it. There is hope. We're going to teach you the three things you need to start doing immediately to get your spouse back. If your marriage is in crisis, you're not going to want to miss this special Save My Marriage event happening on lovestories.com. Visit lovestories.com for the free Save My Marriage mini course happening right now on lovestories.com. That's lovestories.com.
The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing It Right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction. Doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious, multi-award-winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI-certified installation contractor, you can't go wrong with doing it right. Mention Johnny Cathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right? Call doing it right. I love seeing the transformation of a smile. There's a reason patients love Dr. Megan Stock. Voted Pittsburgh Trib's best of the best dentist in northern Allegheny County for the second year in a row. You don't have to do full mouth rehabilitation to really transform a patient's life. For a patient to be able to smile confidently and be happy with their own smile. Exceptional dentistry meets compassionate care. Stock Family Dentistry, Perry Highway in Wexford at StockFamilyDentistry.com. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light. With the free AutoZone Fix Finder service, it'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. So you can drive with peace of mind. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Listen on your smart speaker at wordfm.com, the Word FM app, iHeart, tune in, and on Odyssey, in your car or at home, too, at 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 53, mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow. Make sure to use sunscreen if you're going to be outside for extended periods of time. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 69. For Father's Day Sunday, it will be pleasant with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. It's time now for this or that. I've got a list of things. I've got a list of things. And we just choose this one or that one. Mm, Sometimes we wish there was a third option. (laughs) Sometimes, yes, we do. All right, this is a grab bag. Is it? Yeah. Is this the grab bag edition? Kind of, yeah. I'm starting off. Go easy at the beginning. No, I'm not. I'm starting off. Savior, Redeemer. What is wrong with him? What kind of question is that? It's just this or that. Just choose one or the other. Savior, you can't, you can't Redeemer. separate Savior and Redeemer. Just this or that. John. Kind of. Savior. Lord. You made me. Th- oh, it's still going on. Yeah. King of Kings. Oh, God. King of Kings. The Almighty <laughs> Emmanuel. <laughs> You're so wrong. Emmanuel. The Archangel Michael. <laughs> the Angel Gabriel. <laughs> now, now I'm picking between angels. Gabriel. <laughs> John the Baptist. <laughs> Ted Danson. <laughs> I 
I really like The Good Place. Is it bad to choose Ted Danson? This or that? No. Well, Ted Danson is, keeps better. He's like keeping up in his John appearance a little better. All right, I'm going to pick John the Baptist. Marvin Hamlish. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. <laughs> Marvin Gaye. Thank you. Sinatra at the Sands. Oh. You too in Dublin. Oh. Again, those are totally different. This or that? This is a cruel game. Uh, I choose, I have to go Sinatra at the Sands. Mm-hmm. It's a classic. Always June. Always October. Oh, yeah. June. Sunscreen. Hat. Hat. Every time. Cantaloupe. Honeydew. Cantaloupe. Honeydew can be a little weird. Giant Eagle. Aldi. Giant Eagle. Trader Joe. Giant Eagle. Trader Joe. Trader Joe. Whole Foods. Trader Joe. Speed Hump. (laughs) Pothole. (laughs) Um, At least you get a warning with a speed bump. I'll Hmm. go speed bump. Guacamole? Yeah. Salsa. Uh, Guacamole. Renting an electric scooter to drive around the city? (laughs) Yes. Renting a kayak to paddle in the rivers? I'd rather rent the kayak. The Mm. scooter just gets on my nerves. And we're just going to throw it on the corner and like hope for the best. All right, that's my this I think or that. That's a bad plan. John, it's been super hot in Pittsburgh this weekend. Mm, has it ever? And it's been hard to take. Yeah. So I give you the tough it out edition oh, of this or that. I like it. These are all tough things, okay, John. Good. You ready for the tough thing? Bring it. Number one yeah. Rocky or the road? <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, of the two, the toughest thing by sure yeah. is the road. Uh huh. Yeah. Is road. that what you're choosing? Oh, yeah, I'm choosing the road. Number two. Give up candy mm. or give up chips? Oh, give up candy. Really? Give me the Boy, chip. that was so easy. Oh, I got the chips in my but blood. you love candy. I do, but I love chips. More. Number three. You don't speak the language. Mm. Three months alone in China or three months alone in Iran? Oh, boy, that's rough. Oh, my God. I'm going to China. You I, are? Yeah. Why? Yeah. I think you stand a better chance of survival. Okay. I just do. All right. Mm-hmm. Number four. Henry Fonda in mm. 12 Angry Men mm-hmm. or Gregory Peck in To Kill a Mockingbird? Mm-hmm. <sighs> They're both toughing it out. They are, yeah. Uh, Gregory Peck. Because it's a commanding performance. Did he win an Oscar for that? I, I think he did. Number five. Train for a half marathon? Mm. You. Or train for an open water swim? You. <laughs> oh, boy. Those are both horrible. I'm going to sink like a stone, and I can barely walk across the street. I'm doing the marathon. Are you? Oh, yeah, sure. Okay. Why not? At least you're not going to drown? Yeah, exactly. Number six, Up From Slavery by Booker T. Washington, mm. or Letters from a Birmingham Jail by M.L. King Jr.? Shoo. Uh, up From Slavery, okay. Booker T. Number seven, 30 Days Without a Washer and Dryer, hmm. or 30 Days Without Your Phone? Oh, Oh, 30 days without a washer and dryer. Okay. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. how important it is. Yeah, exactly. You know yeah, I know. I know yeah. exactly what you're saying. Uh, number eight, Jean Valjean in Les Mis. Mm. Or Tom Joad in The Grapes of Wrath. Uh, Both struggling. Uh, Come on, John. I got to do Steinbeck. Now, uh, Tom Joad. Yeah. You just dis. No, Jean I can't. Uh, yeah. Number nine. Work on a road crew on the parkway today oh, in this weather. God bless those Or people. work in garbage collection in Oakland mm. today in oh, this weather. Sure. 
that's a heck of a this or that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this or that. Time. I mean, I can you imagine that stinky garbage? No. I'm working on the road crew. Okay. Number 10. It's your last one. Okay. 30 days in the summer without your backyard mm. or 30 days in the winter without your little red booties. <laughs> oh, oh, no. I'll give up the booties because I need that yard. Fabulous. This or that. WORD. I'm Donna Cruz. Join Keith Stevens and me this weekend for Keep the Faith. We'll honor the special men in our lives with friends like Tim Tebow and Natalie Grant. One of the things that my father really did from the time I was just a small girl, he affirmed me. He told me I could do anything. He told me he believed in me. He told me I was beautiful. I hope you can join us for Keep the Faith tomorrow night at 10 on 101.5 Word FM. W-O-R-D. Oh, my papa, to me you are so wonderful. Oh, my papa, to me you are so good. Hi, it's me, Marcia, from the Springhouse. I'm a little biased, but I think we five minor kids got the best dad around. Let's celebrate those special men in our lives with a Springhouse Father's Day steak fry and chicken barbecue. My brother Sam and his boys will crank up the barbecue pit outside and grill the chicken quarters and the New York strip steaks with our special Father's Day marinade. Come hungry for all the fixins to go with your steak or chicken hot off the pit. Top off the meal with a brownie or blondie, something to suit every dad's taste or any of our other sweet creations. Of course, every dad is treated to a Springhouse ice cream cone and we'll have live music all day too. Visit the calves out in the play area and plan to have a memory-making day on the farm at the Springhouse in 84 PA, 724-228-3339 or springhousemarket.com. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hill seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. Hi. I'm John Henney from Henney Jewelers. Since 1887, my family has helped people celebrate the most memorable moments in their lives. We are rooted in faith and commit to doing the right thing again and again. We believe in the covenant of marriage and use our To Have and To Hold program to encourage couples as they prepare to spend the rest of their lives together. Please stop into our Shadyside store to learn more or visit HenneyJewelers.com. Henney Jewelers, your jewelers for life. Imagine buying a pair of sneakers and getting a soothing, gentle foot massage like you'd get during a relaxing pedicure just by walking. Skechers' new Massage Fit Sneakers. Because Skechers, the comfort technology company, has designed a unique innovation that makes it feel like you're pampering your feet with a gentle massage in every step. The secret is Skechers' new patented wave technology on the sole that gently massages your feet while you're walking around. Find them for men and women at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. All right. We're on Twitter. Um, this is interesting. I think that most people who are on Twitter don't post on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I just kind of you know do it for my viewing pleasure. Or my, well, we need it for work. Yeah, but I, I, aren't you? I'm always interested in it. I'm always interested in A it. A tiny percentage of people who are on Twitter post on Twitter. Right. Right. I think 5% of the people who are on Twitter post. 
I think it's an innate skill. It is. I think it's like... You're drawn to it. It's like writing or speaking mm-hmm. or being a comedian or a, um, a negotiator, whatever it is that requires a particular skill set. Yep. Twitter requires that uh, its own skill set exactly. to really be good at it. So we go, we just we're just voyeurs like most people. Here's our Twitter likes for the week. Now, a good friend of ours has developed this skill, Doug Bursch. Very good at Twitter. Doug Bursch says, "I found that know-it-alls don't." <laughs> <laughs> that's that is more often the case. Oh, is it, that's right? great. Dick Vital, Dickie V. Oh yeah. He posted yesterday, getting ready to go to Massachusetts General Hospital for my vocal cord surgery. He's had cancer for the mm-hmm. last couple of years. He said, thanks again to all of you that have lifted my spirits with your prayers and your three hearts. Fabulous. So praying for Dick Vitale. Excellent. Ben Marsh posted this. Hey, it's me, a white, evangelical, heterosexual, married, conservative father and a pastor. And guess what? I've never felt attacked. I'm not under duress. I'm not being destroyed by the left. Don't use my demographic as a talking point for fearful political machinations. Hmm. All right. Standing up for his own thing. Yeah. Like, right. Because right? you would hear and go, oh, wait, if you're that guy, then this has to be happening to you. This week, uh, leaders from the EU visited with um, President Zelensky of Ukraine. And there is just an incredible photograph of them mm. all. Oh, I see that. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. And the photograph, for those of you who, of course, are not here looking at my uh, phone, is that the four guys are in expensive suits with nice shoes and whatever. And Zelensky standing there as a center. T-shirt. With his, you know, green T-shirt, his tennis shoes. And you can tell which country's at war. Yeah. Surviving. Sean Ono Lennon. Oh, I, what a good follow on Twitter. I think so. He says this. We need to build politically homeless shelters. Uh huh. That's really good. That's funny. That is really good. There is a statement on Twitter from Jane's Revenge. This is the org- the pro-choice organization oh, yeah, sure. that says that it's open season on pro-life pregnancy centers. And uh, our friend Charlie Camosi said this about it. Quote, no more debate. This is unquestionably a violent movement. If the major or corporate media had an ounce of authenticity left, public figures who are in favor of abortion rights would be asked at every turn if they disavow this activism in favor of a cause they support. And mm. isn't that true? Amen to that. I mean, for crying out loud, how many conservatives on a daily basis are asked if they disavow what happened on January 6th? Mm-hmm. Which I think is a fair question to ask. Sure. All you have to do is answer it. But why is that question never, ever put to people, culture makers on the left? Never. When it comes to something like this, it never is. Because they control the narrative. Tim Keller's t- tw- Twitter feed said this. Quick health update on dad. Dad is currently dealing with side effects of an immunotherapy treatment that he is undergoing. We ask that you continue to pray for his healing and for guiding the decisions of his doctors and medical team who continue to provide excellent, compassionate care. Thank you for the outpouring of love and support. We deeply covet your prayers at this time. Michael Keller. That's Tim and Kathy's son who is tweeting on their behalves. Mm. So Tim and Kathy were with us. Was that last week? I think it was so. last Wednesday because and he said he was he was anticipating that he was just about to enter the tunnel of. Well, he's had a bad, angst. bad week, apparently. Yeah. 
So pray prayers for, Tim, for Keller Tim Keller and Kathy Keller. Yep. You heard from Kath a couple of days ago, right? And she said that things were improving slightly. Yes, slightly. And then Christy just uh, shared something with me before we hit the air that apparently Tim is on the upswing. Things did look dicey there for a while. Wow. Uh, Aaron Duvall. Another really good follow on Twitter. He said, um, our brains have a natural negativity bias. We move more strongly towards disdain and disappointment than we do towards appreciation. Mm -hmm. We engage with negative news, overreact to negative information, often with fear, which is why politicians, media, and pastors use that to manipulate. He goes on to say the problem. Studies show this negativity leads to reduced cognitive function, Reading, reasoning skills and memory. Some are showing that negativity can lead to increased risk of dementia. Really? The fix? You ready? What he says the fix is? Quote, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Mm, the cure. Does the ancient book of the bible not speak to today <laughs> always it does speak to today megan mccardle i follow her on twitter she says this if mortgage rates stay high one thing i expect we'll see is a collapse in willingness to sell homes mm-hmm. it would take a lot for me to trade my 1.75 percent mortgage oh my for a gosh 6%er. are you kidding me Right? You yes, see that. Why would course. I do that? Why would you do that? Speaking of the economy, Deconstruction Barista tweeted this. My gas tank bill is starting to look like my grocery bill. Mm. And my grocery bill is starting to look like a Costco bill. Oh. And my Costco bill is starting to look like a mortgage payment. Whoa. And I don't know how people are affording to live right now. You got that right. <clears throat> Coleman Smart, who we follow, says, I ask an AI software... To create a piece of art based based off my inputting just one word, Pentecost. This is what it created, mm. and I'm astounded. I know. I saw that on Twitter. And it's, it's a really interesting image. It's a beautiful image. I mean, you say, however that machine was programmed, Yeah. there's Pentecost, and I would say it's a very accurate portrayal in many it's ways. Really, it's really, it's beautiful. It's stunning. Really, it is. Yeah. Christine Kane mm-hmm. tweeted, happy birthday, mighty woman of God, 65 looks good on you, for Beth Moore. Hey, how about that? Beth Moore's birthday this week. I can't think of another, uh, I'd say she's in my top five greatest influences as far as people I have yet to meet. In your life. Yeah. People mm-hmm. I have yet to meet. Yeah. She's one of them. So happy birthday to Beth Moore. Mm-hmm. That's excellent. David French says this. One of the great gifts you can give yourself and others is refusing to believe that you must agree with a person to like or respect them. Mm. Don't burden friendships with the obligation of agreement. Kindness, patience, and generosity are transcendent. Agreement is transient. Yes, it is. Who who tweeted that? David French. That's really, really good. Mm -hmm. And our friend Dan Darling tweeted this, quote, let your words be always with grace, Colossians 4, 6. No mention of an exception for the era we might be living in. <laughs> People are very wise, are they not? Even on Twitter. Yes. And if you can find wisdom on Twitter. It's good to come together and humble yourself.
stress. It never seems to end when you owe money to the IRS. What about the years of unfiled tax returns? Have you tried another tax service and gotten nowhere? Then you need Tax Alliance. Why? Years of being A-plus rated with a Better Business Bureau with no consumer complaints sets them apart. Call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Don't wait until the IRS attacks your wages, bank account, your home or pension, and even your social security check. Tax Alliance specializes in IRS tax relief programs, including the Fresh Start Initiative, which can finally free your from IRS debt. Their tax professionals can file returns, fight the IRS to substantially lower your IRS debt, or possibly even have it forgiven. If you owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes, have unfiled tax returns, or have a payment plan and are still frustrated, call 800-987-1054. That's 800-987-1054. Tax Alliance, your tax resolution solution. When it's time to replace your roof, siding, gutters, and downspouts, entry doors, and, of course, windows, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for all your exterior home projects. Why pay double with some other companies? Windows R Us will always give you the best price on the best in-class products, backed by the best warranties in the industry, all with zero sales pressure. And speaking of Zero right now. Get zero interest financing for 12 months and no processing fee with prices set to increase on all exterior products. Lock in your quote today. Schedule a free estimate and inspection today at windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You've tried the rest. Now try the best. windowsarustpittsburgh.com. You know when you see a great deal on a phone and then you find out it's not for you? Not at Verizon. They just gave us all a new iPhone 13. So we both got the same great deal. Yep. Get iPhone 13 on us with select trade-in and 5G unlimited plans for every customer, current, new, everyone, to show the love. Only from Verizon. $799.99, 128 gigabytes only, device payment purchase with new or upgrade smartphone line required. Less up to $800 trade-in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. 0% APR. Trade-in conditions apply. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Homes, John and Kathy, will be your cruise directors for this amazing night, sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. Hey, there is a new scenic overlook here in the city of Pittsburgh. I love myself a scenic Heck overlook. Yeah. Uh, Do you have find a favorite you. scenic overlook as a right now? Well, I have to admit, my scenic overlook is not one that really is scenic. It's very scenic for me, and, and, and I was just there. Um, it's in Homewood Cemetery. Oh, I don't know that. Mm-hmm. Um, it just looks out over Frick Park. Oh, it's nice. It's up on a hill. I used to walk my dog all the time in um, Homewood Cemetery. So I know Homewood Cemetery like the back of my hand. Huh. And uh, there's some really incredible, beautiful vistas up there. Hmm. It's not like you don't see the city. All you see is like just, you know, a long look of trees. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Hmm. You? I think uh, that's kind of...
kind of hard because there are a bunch oh of really – I mean, there are a couple really nice views from Shenley Park mm-hmm. that I really, very much enjoy. Um, I love Mount Washington. I know everybody goes there, but everybody goes there for a reason. I mean, it's beautiful. I think I would say the West End Overlook, though. I think oh, the, that long view, that's really pretty. And that's such a nice area up there. And I think it's sort of taken a back seat to the right? – It has. It's, it has because it's a, it's a, a right. lot of people don't know how to get there. Right. You have to work to get there. In a right. Way. It's not like there are a bunch of huge signs that right. say, hey, right. this is how you get to the West End Overlook. There's little tiny signs. But it's very nice. Very nice. Well, there's a new overlook in fine view. Uh, Tuesday of this week, the nonprofit conservation group called Scenic Pittsburgh took control of 2.2 acre public green space behind Allegheny General Hospital mm-hmm. on the north side. It has a panoramic view of the city all the way to Mount Washington. The Fountain Street Overlook is what it's called. Okay. will be open daily from dawn to dusk. Visitors should plan for some rough, steep terrain. Now, the weird thing is um, Scenic Pittsburgh bought this parcel of land from the school, uh, City of Pittsburgh School District several years ago, and it had been choked with all sorts of debris. People just would just go up there and you know crap. just throw down stuff down the hill. So it took them literally these two and a half years to get all that stuff out of there. Then in the meantime, they planted more than 50 trees. Oh, how awesome. And so now it's open. And um, it's small. I mean, 2.2 acres, not big. Right. But a new outlook, a new overlook, you know, very cool. You know where fine views? I do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I spent a lot of time at the hospital there oh, when my dad course, was sick. Yeah, yeah. And um, I knew a couple oh, – that's really pretty. Uh, um, I knew a couple nurses that lived in Fineview, oh, okay. and they could just walk to work. You know, I mean, really, really? It was all downhill on the way to work. It was just <laughs> on the way back. Things got really bad. Yeah, I bet it is. A little difficult. It's a, it's a well-named place in Pittsburgh, isn't it? It is Fineview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kudos to the people who cleaned up all that garbage. Oh, my gosh. Don't you love and people like that, right, dedicated to something that only a tiny percentage of people were ever going to know about, use, share, but they're working hard to yeah. bring back the original landscape to its uh, glory. Good for them. Fabulous indeed. Yeah. All right. Also news today, John, mm-hmm. uh, from the, in the Washington Post, that um, the turtle world is not going to be the same. Right. So is I, a tortoise a turtle? Is a turtle a tortoise? They do different things. They're two different things. Sorry. It's okay. Funny though, the the other day, this is kind of weird. This is a little sidebar. A, uh, a turkey was going through our backyard, and way up on the hill there, we've got this uh, sort of tree that fell over, and I've just kind of left it there. It's nice, but anyway, I was looking up at that tree, and behind the tree, like the tree was like a log, just a log, was a a, a turkey walking, and I was and I you know it was far away, and I thought, is that a turtle on the log? And I had to look really, really hard, but it wasn't. It was just the back of the turkey slowly oh. <laughs> moving along. The turkey was going that slowly. Yeah, That's like, really <laughs> funny. <laughs> I had to look very carefully okay. at that. Yeah. Turkeys are so ridiculous. I and usually you see turkeys in you know in a gaggle, a yeah. group. Yeah. This has been like a solo. Really? Yeah, a Tom. He's mad at everybody. I don't know what he's doing. He's just walking around having a. He's you know, had it with the group. Living his best he probably life. Probably has now. a lot of sisters like you. Who just get, like you know. maybe so. I gave him some bird seed in <laughs> that was support. Nice of you. Yeah. 
So apparently there is a, a fantastic giant tortoise, a rare Galapagos species with a huge flared shell. It has only been identified one time more than a century ago in 1906. It has been widely considered extinct, but that is not the case. Researchers found this week that this this one turtle, I don't know, how, there has to be more than one turtle. Right, clearly. Since the, you know, since 1906 in Galapagos, he's been tagged, and they're going to start to follow this turtle Any around. Any idea how old he is? They have no idea. I mean, it's, it's so brand new. They were astonished with the discovery. Someone just kind of stumbled upon this in the Galapagos. So I love these stories because people think it's extinct. We'll never see it again. Right. The Galapagos Islands. I'd love to go, but I don't want to go. Yeah, I know. Because then but I would love to go. I know. Too. I know. But, but I would you, love to go, too. Anyway. Turtles and tortoises are very cool, aren't they? The dinosaurs among us. Ask Alexa to play the word Pittsburgh to hear us there. We're on your Google speaker, too. Plus, iHeart, TuneIn, and on Odyssey. 101.5 WORDFM, Pittsburgh. Balance. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. The United States investigating unconfirmed reports that two American citizens and possibly a third have been captured in Ukraine. U.S. authorities are trying to determine if Russian or Russian-backed forces captured American citizens who had joined the war effort in Ukraine. President Biden says he's been receiving updates. I have been briefed. We don't know where they are, but I want to reiterate, Americans should not be going to Ukraine now. The State Department says anyone captured should be considered a prisoner of war and protected by guarantees of humane treatment and fair trials. Greg Clugston, Washington. Turning into another difficult day for airline travelers in the U.S. Airlines canceling more than 1,100 flights by early afternoon. That's due to storms that break the central and eastern parts of the country. This is SRN News. Last year, over 100,000 people in the United States died from drug overdoses, and alcohol-related deaths are rising. This has to stop. At Recovery Centers of America, our local team of experts is dedicated to treating addiction and healing families. With cutting-edge science and medicine behind us, Recovery Centers of America takes a holistic approach to treatment, addressing the source, symptoms, and contributors of substance use and co-occurring mental health disorders. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now for immediate help. You don't need to travel far to access world-class care and family support services. Our inpatient and outpatient centers are located near you so you can achieve recovery close to home. Plus, we offer outpatient telehealth services. If you are suffering and don't know where to turn, we want you to know that you are not alone. At Recovery Centers of America, we will answer your call 24-7. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. Let's see, if something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into, and that's MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save the typical family 500 bucks a month, and that's huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The customer satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works. It's been around for more than a quarter century, and members have shared more than $3 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. 
So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want a plan you're happy with, you can call right now and get a price within two minutes. A very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. 844-45-BIBLE. That's 844-45-BIBLE. 844-45-BIBLE. As you know, our friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. Now, Mike didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Now, Mike has done it again by introducing his My Slippers. For a limited time, you'll save $90 on a pair of My Slippers. And now, this blowout sale of the year will not last, so order now. Mike has taken over two years to develop these slippers. My Slippers are designed to wear indoors and out all day long, so they're super comfy. Made with MyPillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue for your feet. Made also with quality leather suede. These are MyPillow slippers at their best. Call 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD or go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener square. Use promo code WORD. Now the offer is not going to last long, so order now with promo code WORD at MyPillow.com. 1-800-391-0954. Use the promo code WORD. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 53. Mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow. Make sure to use sunscreen if you're going to be outside for extended periods of time. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 69. For Father's Day Sunday, it will be pleasant with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. Welcome to another edition of The Ride Home with John and Kathy, live from the Salem-Pittsburgh studios. And now, here are your hosts, John Hall and Kathy Emmons. Good afternoon. Thanks for coming along today. Friday, weekend is here, and uh, weather looks pretty good, doesn't it? It looks terrific. Yeah, it's fabulous. going to be, I think the low tonight is like 53. Oh, lovely. I mean, so two nights ago was, you don't remember it, but it was truly unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> Last night was so much better. Yeah. It was so much better. Tonight is going to be Uh-oh. like the greatest. So here's the problem. This is this is why you and, and I... And of course, we're saying this because neither John nor I have air conditioning. And but, so we're, we we live by these moments. But we get to experience the, the highs and lows. You're right. If, if you have air conditioning, you wouldn't even you notice. You don't know anything. Right. So tonight's going to be a fabulous tonight's night. Tonight's going to be a great night. Right? The window's all the way up and you go, I'm living the... Oh, I my love gosh. this so much. It I feels so good. It. I love it. I slept on the sofa with both of my daughters last night. <laughs> Wait, all three of you uh-huh, on the sofa? Uh-huh. That's a big sofa. It is a pretty big sofa. Thank goodness. I was kind of, you know, I can't lay down because of my vertigo. Oh, so right, I was yeah. sitting up. So I take up less space. <laughs> but yeah, we all, we were so excited to be sleepy because the night before we didn't sleep very much. Yeah, yeah. And so we all just like completely conked out. It was funny. <laughs> funny. <laughs> Uh, hey, it's not too early or too late. I tell, think it's the perfect time for me to tell you. Tell me what. Your weekend has begun. Fabulous. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you for your one single woo. Six minutes past the five o'clock hour mm-hmm. on a Friday afternoon. I'm telling you, as crazy as things are, at least in this corner of the world, mm-hmm. all is right and well. It really is. Okay, here's some news for you. The vast majority of U.S. adults believe in God. Okay. Yeah, I would expect that. But... The 81% who do so is down six percentage points oh. from 2017 and is the lowest since Gallup started to ask this question since 1944. 
Wow. Uh, now, it, this is not, are you following God? It's not, are you a Christian? Are you no. Jewish? Are it's you the basic anything. of basic questions. Like, do you believe in God? This do is you believe gener- in God? As general as it could be. Right. In 1944, and again in 1947, and twice each in the 1950s and 60s, Gallup asked this question. A consistent of those years, from 1944 all the way through the 60s, 98% of people who were cued said, yes, I do believe in God, 98%. It started to fall um, in the uh, late 70s. Uh, 2011, 92% said they do believe in God. A subsequent survey in, 20, a survey in 2013 said uh, 87%, and now this year, 81%. Now, Belief in God has fallen most in recent years among adults and people on the left of the political spectrum. Liberals and Democrats are least um, willing to say they believe in God. The group shows drops of 10 or more percentage points compared uh, to the last survey. Also, a follow-up question in that survey that uh, 4 in 10 people say that God hears prayers and intervenes. 4 in 10. Mm-hmm. But people from Gallup, they do good work. Yeah. That's a very interesting yeah, they do survey. Re- they do really good work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a good thing that God's character and actions aren't influenced by what people think. Oh, of course. You but, know. You know, uh, but it does put, tell us it does tell us what our culture is like. Yeah. But don't you think, I mean, it's a survey. And people, I mean, I don't take a whole lot of weight to a survey. It's just people's opinion, and you know what well, that that's, is. But that's what they're asking. So yeah, they you, are. What's your opinion? But you know what I mean. I mean, so what? Does the whole world twinge on that thing? No, no. it doesn't. But eighty-one percent. Eh, I don't feel bad about that. Do you? Yeah, you do. Mm-hmm. I do feel bad about it. People are always going to be lost. I still feel bad about it. All right. Are you not optimistic about the future of this country? No. About the future of the world. The future of the world, I'm very optimistic about because God's yes. already told us what the end of the story is. So then you would say that you're an optimist. I think I'm an optimist. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, there's some realism that checks in. With with the amount of political discord in the country, it's hard to be optimistic about the country. But I want to be optimistic about the country. Yes, of course. What about your family? Are you optimistic about your family? Very. Okay. Yes. Okay. Are you? Opti- about your family? <laughs> I'm very optimistic about your family. Well, optimistic in, in what? In their in their continued what? If somebody said to you, How like you I said, are you optimistic about your family? Without giving a specific, that you had to give a general response. Would you say yes, as you did? 100%. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I would too. Easily. If you ask me, I would, I would too. But what, what you're you're saying the optimism is what? In in what way are you optimistic? Well, about that's your I mean that that's another question. You could say, are you optimistic about their spiritual I mean, health? I, are you optimistic about how they manage money? Are you optimistic about how their education's going to pan out? I mean, those are all different subsections. Yes, but overall, my family. I love yeah, my family. Yeah. I'm very optimistic Great. about my family. Right. That's one. Some people love their families, but they're not optimistic about them. Hmm. Why would that be? Because the, about they are sur- they're health conditions right? or financial considerations or bad decisions, education or, yeah. or addiction or yeah, I guess, opportunity. Uh, answering my own question here and getting depressed as I do it. <laughs> right. 
Right. <laughs> Jeez, John. Mm-hmm. Better not ask yourself any more questions. Exactly. Are you optimistic about the economy? No. Okay. No, but <laughs> being a person of a certain age. Oh, here we go. No, no. Here's the deal. If you follow along, if you've, I've been alive since the 60s. So you see the trends, you see how this happens. How things go up and down. Yeah, we had a great ride. We had a long, long ride there. So, of course, what goes up must come down. Mm-hmm. There just has to be to that. So, yeah, I mean, we're in a downturn here, and this is the inflation is very, very scary. I mean, when I remember following, you know, you read, oh, like in South America, inflation. I mean, through the yep. roof, 100, 200% inflation. People, we've not had inflation in this country for many, many decades, and now here it is. Right. That's scary. So, optimism about the short term of this country's economic policies, not so much, for sure. Over the long term, Things are going to be okay, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. I believe that. Christy, do you think you're an optimistic person? No. <laughs> and why do you? Why would that you surprises s- me? Why would you say that you're not an optimistic person? I don't. I just feel like I'm not an optimistic person. Okay. Do you want to be an optimistic person? Doesn't everybody? I don't know. That's no, a good question. No. I don't think so. people, don't, people don't want to be optimistic. No, I mean, no. like you know, when you look like you know, like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Hmm. Eeyore is Eeyore because Eeyore is just Eeyore. Right. That's kind of how Eeyore's always been. Right. Some people are just built that way. Mm-hmm. Other people earn their their negativity because of the effects of their lives. Yeah. The, the difficult circumstances yeah. they're born into. Yep. All those things we talked about, about health, financial status. Opportunity. And that wears you down. So then you could see. However, you know, see, see people like... People who have no right to be optimistic. And still are. Yes. Don't you love that? Yes, absolutely. Where does that come I from? Know. That I great know. gift. I love that. Okay, so we're going to open up the phone lines. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? And how do you think that affects you? Are you an optimist or a pessimist? And how do you think that affects you? And maybe you want to narrow it down to just one thing. Maybe you want to say I'm optimistic about money, or maybe I'm a pessimist about my health, or I'm an optimist about my kids, but I'm a pessimist about my marriage, or however you want to say it. <laughs> We'd love to hear from you. 800, and you can be anonymous if it's getting too dicey. Okay. 800-320-8255. Optimism and pessimism. How does it affect you? All right, yeah, that's good. That's I think it's an excellent question. 800-320-8255 is the Friday edition of The Ride Home. We are Pittsburgh's Christian Talk on 101.5 Word FM, WORD. It's not a Hallmark holiday. It's Father's Day, and everyone loves their dad, right? Yes. Yeah. And of course, you want to go to the spring house. John, happy Father's Day Thank to you. come. Right? Uh, it's like right around the corner for you. Thank you. And if you could pick a place to go, I have a feeling where you'd choose. I'm headed on down to the spring house to see Marsha. Hey, Marsh. Hi, guys. How are you today? Good. We What's your complain. plan? I mean, you had such a great set of 
awesome items for Mother's Day. I have a feeling you're not going to fall far behind for Father's Day. No, no, it's going to be really wonderful. This is really special because we we do a marinated flank steak, so we mm. actually marinate it for a day and a half. Um, big giant block, well, cases and cases, hundreds of pounds of flank steak, and then we grill it and we slice it all down at an angle, and it's really yummy. So it's the marinated flank steak, and then we also out, do outside the barbecue chicken quarters, and then we have like I don't know ten different homemade side dishes: cabbage and noodles, corn pudding, baked beans, Alabama vegetable casserole, mm. green beans, and new potatoes. Just all kinds of yummy stuff. And we'll have a salads out there too. They can help themselves to salads, and dessert comes with it also. And we'll have live music. And um, it'll be a really fun day. Outstanding. Sounds like a party. Treat Dad on Father's Mm. Day at the Springhouse. Marsha, get to work. We're coming down. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. 101.5 WORD. The station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. Always new music from Chris Tomlin. New creation from Matt Powell. And I've got joy from CeCe Winans. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. The word around town is that Pittsburgh homeowners are choosing doing it right when it comes to their roofing, siding, and remodeling projects. That's because since 1984, doing it right, roofing, siding, remodeling continues to set the bar through clear communication and an installation that's second to none. Doing it right employs only the most experienced professionals to install and oversee your project. They'll stop at nothing to ensure your satisfaction, doing business honestly, taking no money down and no payment until the job is complete. Doing It Right will ensure that all work is installed to the industry's highest standards, then back it all up with their lifetime workmanship warranty. As a prestigious multi-award winning Owens Corning Platinum Contractor, as well as a VSI Certified Installation Contractor, you can't go wrong with Doing It Right. Mention John and Kathy for a discount off your estimate. Call 724-NEW-ROOF for a free project evaluation or visit roofingcontractorpittsburgh.com. Want it done right, call Doing It Right. What is a warrior? At Portersville Christian School, it's more than a team name. A warrior is taught to serve, to passionately model the love of Christ toward neighbor, community, and world. To learn as they cultivate academic excellence and a lifelong love of learning from kindergarten to senior year. And to lead through Christian character and integrity. Are you a warrior? Discover Portersville Christian School just 15 minutes north of Cranberry, where warriors are made at OurPCS.org. All right, so we kind of stumbled upon something here. Optimism, pessimism on a Friday afternoon in summer. Yeah, so are you an optimist or are you a pessimist? And maybe you can separate it down that I'm you know, a pessimist about this thing or I'm an optimist about this thing. But regardless of what it is, I'm curious how it affects you. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Does that make a change in how yeah. you deal with things? All of a sudden you're like Dr. Laura. I'm kind of curious yeah. about it. We saw this article that being an optimist can add years to your life. I'm kind of curious as to whether the average person, all of us, think that that's true. Well, you know, you know some people who are just grizzled, uh-huh. and they're going to live to be 150. Maybe. They're just like, and that's not because they're optimistic. There's something about it. They're just digging in. All right. Want to go to the phones? 800-320-8255. You got an opinion about that? Are you an optimist or a pessimist? And how does that work in your life? 
Let's go and talk to, uh, oh, it's Ron. Hey, Ron, thanks for coming along today. Hi. I would like to know who you trust, and I would like you to call your listeners as to who they trust. What does that have to do with being an optimist or pessimist, Ron? I, I didn't know that's a topic you had gotten on. Oh. oh, what the heck? Oh, okay. Who do you trust? All right. Well, that's kind of off point. But All anyway, right. thanks it for the phone call, yeah, Ron. Thanks, Ron. All right. Who do you who do you trust? Okay. Who do you trust? 800-320-8255. Let's see who's up here. Scott. Hey, Scott. Uh, you're with us. How you doing? Hey, John and Gabby. How are you? Good. Scott, what's good. going on? Uh, driving to Walmart on Green Tree Road. It's a fun Friday afternoon. Wow. That is, <laughs> boy, you're living the dream. Excellent. I am living the dream. But uh, I have to say that I'm I'm kind of with Kathy on this one. You know, overall, ultimately, I am an optimist because we know, you know, God writes the end. But mm-hmm. there's a there's a really healthy dose of realism on top of that optimism. Right. Yeah, I get. And that. is that about everything, Scott, in your life, or you do you break it down into like, well, I'm optimistic about this and pessimistic about that? Well, I tend to break it down. You know, I am I am optimistic about my family. Uh, I'm optimistic about my ministry because I'm a pastor. Um, but when you look at things going on in the world, when you look at like John had mentioned, the economy, it's it's hard not to have a healthy dose of realism and skepticism mm-hmm. when it comes to that sort of thing. How does it affect you? Does it change? Do you think that changes your personality or the way you deal with your family or your church? You know, I think it does. Uh, I tend to, I tend to, Winston Churchill called it the black dog. Mm -hmm. I tend to let the realism get me down sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I get that as well. All right, so Scott, as you're headed into Walmart, are you optimistic about your success at Walmart? (laughs) I am optimistic because I'm going to a different Walmart than I went to last night. (laughs) Wait, why are you doing two in a row? Uh, because Robinson Walmart didn't have everything I needed, oh. unfortunately. Well, if there's anything better than one night at Walmart, it's two nights. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's exactly right. Excellent. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate the phone call. Have right. a wonderful afternoon. You too. Well. 800-320-8255. Are you an optimist or a pessimist? How do you think that affects you? Yeah. 800-320-8255. Uh, what do you think? Um is it the way you're raised that creates the optimism in you or the negativity in you or the experiences you have in your life that shape that, right? Because I, I would think early on as a kid for a long, long time, I, I would count myself deeply an optimistic person. Mm-hmm. The years have the effect of wearing wearing you down, huh, right, yeah. and, and crushing you from time to time. Mm-hmm. And so you take on, you know, the the slings and the arrows, the wounds. And so the optimism takes more time to rise to the top. So that's how it affects you, right? That, uh, yeah, that's how it affects me. Yeah, uh, I do find myself being very optimistic at times, but I'm. Uh, I'm also very wary, I would say. I would say, um, and we can go back to the phones in a sec, 800-320-8255. In my family, I think that the pessimists end up relying on the optimists. To bail them out. When things get wrong, when things get rough. Were your parents? How would you say your parents? Was your mother more or your father more? Oh, my dad was a pessimist. My mom was an optimist. I would say the same with me Mm -hmm. as well. My mother 
super optimist. Me too. Mine, my, I mean, my dad, you felt his pessimism coming a block ex- away. Exactly. <laughs> Let's go back to the phones. Hey, Chris, you're with us. Uh, what do you think? Optimist, pessimist in your life? Uh, to be honest, uh, I'm actually more of a realist than either or the other, but I can see how both are needed. Optimism fuels pessimism, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're both equally important. Because you need to you need to see things for the way they are in a pessimistic way, but optimism keeps you going. Right, right, right. Mm, all right. So, how does that affect you, Chris? Either in your work, your family, you name it. Well, I have optimism going home that I'm going to have a good time from work. You know, obviously, yeah. Uh, I have optimism that I'm going to go home and have a good time with my family, just have a wonderful, wonderful evening, spending time with them, and everything like that. Uh, I have a little bit of pessimism when I go into work, especially on Mondays, you know? Okay. Uh, oh, who wants to go there? But, um, no, but it, it's it's about realism for me. I just, I prefer to see things logically instead of hopefully or negatively. Logically. Okay, that's right. interesting. Logically instead of, what did you say? Hope. Ho- uh, instead, instead of hopefully. Of, yeah, hopefully or negatively. Okay. okay. Very good. All right. But but the same time, though, we are predisposed. Right? Are we? I believe that we are. I think so. I think, you know, there's something innate in our creation. But like our genetic code is going to tell us whether we're optimistic or not. I don't know if I buy that. I I think, well, I'm not saying genetic code, but I'm saying life experiences as a child, environment, parenting, you know, your parentage, all that creates something within you. Okay. 800-320-8255. 800-320-8255. Are you an optimist, a pessimist? And uh, if so, tell us how that works in your life. Let's go back to the phones. Uh, Roseanne. Rox- Roxanne? Roxanne? Is it... Hi, it's Roseanne. It's hey, Roseanne. Roseanne. Thank Hi. you, Renee. Hi, good to talk to you. Good to talk to you, I have too. two thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. I am an optimist. Ever since I was a little kid, I was always optimistic. My mom said, we, I lived on a farm, and if she couldn't see me, she always knew where I was because she'd go out the back door and she could hear me singing somewhere. <laughs> and I know in my life, even I'm always singing, you know, there's been times in my life when it, that have been, you know, with a breakup with a boyfriend or something. Yeah. And I realized I wasn't singing. Now, my son, when he was born, he was a, he was like a stoic child. And I remember talking to the pediatrician and he said, well, you know, when we're born, you come out, you're either, I forget, there were two terms he had that would be like the sunny disposition, like I had, or the morose, he called it, hmm. which I thought was like a technical term at the time. <laughs> and my husband said his brother had that same quiet personality, but then he would come out with funny things. And I noticed with my two grandkids, one, my granddaughter is more uh, like her dad, and my grandson is more sunny and silly. Hmm. So I think, I think John, you have something there that it is partially genetic. So based on my own uh, scientific yeah. experiment with myself and my family. <laughs> so what about your son? Yeah. Has you know from birth now is he the, still the same guy? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, he hmm. tends to be. Now, of course, he's forty-two, so he's he knows everything, <laughs> and um, he's kind of like ne- he's like negative and. I call them like pessimistic. Yeah. Okay. And how has very very intelligent? Yeah. But he carries that. And how has your optimism affected you, Roseanne? Well, it has made me fearless. Oh. There was nothing that I've ever. I've just attempt. I've just always been adventurous. And when I went into jobs, you know, I had. I uh, would always 
try anything they asked me to do. I was taught, don't ever say you can't do something. Say I'm having great difficulty. So sometimes that was a problem because I would think I could do something better than I couldn't. And then I'd have to say, well, I'm, I need help. I really am having great difficulty with this. But I would say it really gave me a great career, a great life. And I'm, you know, and I know there's a Bible verse that says, you know, we're supposed to think on whatever things are beautiful, yes. whatever things are lovely, you know, think yes. on these things. And hmm. So I think that, you know, that has helped me too. That's really good. That's really powerful. Your pes- your optimism has made you fearless. That's really good. Yes. I love that. Excellent. And good for you. I mean, like I said, Thank Roseanne, you. I mean, my mom was a singer. And when I think about my mom, that's the first thing. That, I mean, always around the mm-hmm. house, she was doing housework, yeah. whatever. And there, there it was, mm-hmm. and it it lifted the the tone of the room. I mean, everybody felt happy. If mom's, it's true, right? If mm-hmm. mom's happy, everybody's happy, right? <laughs> right. And that was she was just singing from her heart. That's yep. just the way she was born. Very much so. Interesting. All right. Thanks for your call, Roseanne. Yeah. Excellent phone call. Appreciate nice. it. Eight hundred three two zero eight two five five. Are you an optimist? Pessimist, maybe. I don't know. How do you think that affects you? All right, so we stumbled upon a little, you know, yeah, we did. Genetic yeah, code so thing that, you're that's saying in there. Okay, so some people are saying they're uh, they're optimistic, but they have a dose of realism. Uh, well, that, that's just life. Yeah, it's just yeah, yeah, experience, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, who yeah. can walk through life, you know, with rose-colored glasses all the time? People get you get knocked down. Yeah, and, you know. So then, I think the optimism or the pessimism determines how you're going to get back up. Right? Yeah. If you're an optimist, you're going to get back up and spring again and again and again and mm-hmm. give it your best shot. If you're a pessimist, you're going to stand there and lick your wounds. You may not get back up quickly. Right. If ever again. And that's that thing. I mean, that's where Roseanne's saying she's fearless. And I believe that. Right. Right. And adventurous. Man, that's good. I love that. That's that powerful. is a really wonderful character trait. Yep. Anyway, thanks for your phone calls. Oh, we have thoughts. to get out of here. Yeah, we got to get out of okay, here. Okay, sorry. Time yeah. is up. All right. What's up next year? Coming up next, the FBI is investigating attacks on pregnancy centers as potential acts of domestic violent extremism. We'll talk about it next in the ride home. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills, and it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 855-SALM-32. That's 855-PSALM-32. 855-SALM-32. There has been a lot of conversation lately about what is Christian higher education. What about the institution that you would go to if you were interested in being a believer and having a higher education. Mm -hmm. It's hard to quantify in some ways. Yeah, because some people look at it and think it's about going to a school where all of your beliefs that you have when you start the school are just 
encouraged or reinforced bolstered reinforced mm-hmm. other people will look at higher education especially christian higher education and say what do you say i'm there to expand i need to know more i want to increase my view of the world and christ in it it can be a dangerous slippery slope especially politically where we are now yeah education though is always an adventure It should be an adventure because it should be taking you out of your comfort zone. It should be exposing you to things that you didn't know and helping you to reevaluate and be more solid in the truth that you already believe in. Now, we know how the story ends. If you're a believer, you know Christ will reign. We should not be afraid. Look online at Grove City College. Grove City College online, gcc.edu. We are everywhere on your radio at 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh at wordfm.com, the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. Hey, Nicole, gotta run. I'm taking the kids to get their seasonal flu vaccine. My kids have great immune systems and hardly get sick. Well, my doctor says all kids can get flu, even healthy ones. Some even die from it. Wow, I didn't realize how serious flu could be. I'm going to call about getting my kids vaccinated. Seasonal influenza is a serious and sometimes deadly disease. Health officials recommend vaccination for all children six months through 18 years. Get fluent. Learn the flu facts. Visit PreventChildhoodInfluenza.org. Mainly clear skies expected for tonight. We'll see a nighttime low of 53, mostly sunny and breezy tomorrow. Make sure to use sunscreen if you're going to be outside for extended periods of time. We'll reach a high tomorrow of 69. For Father's Day Sunday, it will be pleasant with intervals of clouds and sunshine. Expect a high Sunday of 71. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm forecaster Drew Shannon. I was at a local pregnancy center today. Were you though? Yeah. And uh, one of the very first things that came out of the mouth of someone who was working there was how nervous they are about potential violence. I am sure. They, they said, have, you, have, you, have you heard about what's going on? And I said, oh, yeah, I've heard about what's going on. They're like, you know what? It's, it's the first thing we think of when we come in here in the morning. And we're, we're always looking out the window and just kind of checking to see what's going on. And what's security like? Security there at the one I was at was good. Okay. Yeah, security doors, all that sort of thing. Because you would worry about that, right? Well, this is interesting because, as you said, Kath, there's been more than a spate of attacks, so much so that the FBI released a statement today about this. Quote, the FBI is investigating a series of attacks and threats targeting pregnancy resource centers and faith-based organizations across the country. The FBI takes all threats seriously, and we continue to work closely with our law enforcement partners. We will remain vigilant to protect our communities. Good to hear. The pro-choice group Jane's Revenge has recently taken credit for attacks on pro-life organizations, including for the attack on Wisconsin Family Action last month and throwing red paint on a crisis pregnancy center in Washington, D.C. last week. Now, look, I mean, you know, ridiculous vandalism, sure. But other than that, things escalate. There's, you know, violence involved and people are being put upon in a crushing way. Heaven help those people who are working in those pregnancy resource centers because literally they are saving lives. Yeah. It's just so discouraging for me that this – that it's it's just 
goes to this level. Why, Kath? This is going to happen here. Whenever this ruling comes down, can you imagine what's going to happen? I can understand people being incredibly angry. I can imagine people being incredibly frustrated or feeling like they're underserved or unnoticed or underappreciated or whatever. A resource center? Whatever. Whatever it is. People on both sides feel that way. I just, when it gets to the level of threatening violence, it's just, it's off the chain. We've jumped the shark. There's no conversation left anymore. I mean, this has been a contentious issue for decades. It's not like this is a new thing, but this violent thing, this is a new thing. The weird thing is, my guess is the average person would have zero knowledge of a pregnancy resource center. That's probably true. So what's happened since this leak is that all of a sudden there's now this conversation about it oh so if roe v wade goes away and the pregnancy resource centers people are going to go and what's a pregnancy resource center i never even heard of that mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they're a target right that's what's happened right i mean look you you did this how many decades ago yeah i i was working at my first see the first time i worked at a pregnancy resource center was i think in 1990 that's a long time they've is, been around yeah and you know, oh, and they, it had been around for 25 years before I started to work there. It's probably since Roe v. Wade. Well, shortly, I bet. So Roe v. Wade was 73. Mm. Uh, I would say, I bet by ni- around 1980, maybe, mm. they started here in the Pittsburgh area. Thanks. That's just a guess. <sighs> we live in strange times. We Are live we in perilous times. And... All I can say, John, the all I think about, I was thinking about this when I was in the pregnancy center today. I was thinking there has to be a middle of reasonable people that holds. There's a lot of people yeah, like okay. that. Okay, so that middle has to hold, and that's uh, that's what I'm worried middle about. Shrunk. Is that the middle shrinking? And so we've got the activists on the left, we've got the activists on the right, and that middle part, which which gave the <clears throat> the uh, gave our culture stability, is now becoming smaller and smaller. But people were saying, you know, as a life issue, there is no middle. Right. It's either either or. Right. I know. I know. And I look, I I'm fully pro-life. I get that. But there are a lot of things still to discuss about the issue. It's not like it's black and white. Well, it's, it's going to become black. And OK, white. well, it's not black and white. As much as people want to make it into a black and white issue, abortion is not a black and white issue. I am anti-abortion. But there are many Many things in the life of a person who's considering abortion that you can talk about. There are lots of things related to how we actually care for people, how we say that we're pro-life, but then when someone needs us, we're nowhere to be found. I don't buy that. Do you buy that? Sure. Of course I buy that. I'm not saying we as a church are nowhere to be found, but I'm saying individually, oh, of course. Yeah, I get that. But it's, you know, it's a lot easier to vote pro-life than it is to be with someone who's 100%. I who get that. is in an unexpected pregnancy. But the knock is always, oh, if you're pro-life, well, then, you know, no. once you don't the baby's do born, no, I don't buy that I don't at all. That. Of course not, not. That's not the case but at all. But that's always that's what not you the hear. Case at all. But don't you think it's a good reminder for everybody who's 100%. pro-life to say, you know what, it's more what than- What can I do? Exactly. It's more than having an opinion. Yeah. Without a doubt. 100%. Do something. No doubt. But you know what? I mean, this time next month, that decision is going to be here. Yeah. Right? I'm expecting that. Aren't you? Any day, I would say that decision's coming. And what's that going to do to this country? Talk about violence in the Talk streets. Talk about a good thing to pray about right now mm-hmm. is what There's happens so many next. Things. What happens next? What about that? Do you write down your prayer list? I mean, I did for a while. It's so, and 
And I'm, I'm horrible at it. Well, I hate, I really dislike myself. The only I reason I do that. it is because I'm so horrible at it too. And I was like, oh, so also I have like, you know, a couple of index cards. Yeah, I had index cards too. Right? We need to get back to that. Because there's so much to pray for. I know. And then you kind of go, okay, yeah. Then, right. And then you forget. Right. Or just, and then you hate yourself for forgetting. Yes, of like, course. how could I forget that? Right. Failure. Right. Well, don't be pessimistic about your prayer. Wouldn't be surprised. You wouldn't be surprised to know that my husband keeps a perfectly <laughs> cultivated prayer journal with all of that. Because everything man. is, and he never forget. And he prays for these people on these days and those See, people on those so days. Good. Oh, why are we not that? Uh, good? You know, I don't know. WORD, the station with Pittsburgh's favorite Christian music every weekend. With the best new music. New New music. Always new music from Chris Tomlin. New creation from Matt Powell. And I've Got Joy from CeCe Wyman. Celebrating 20 years of bringing Pittsburgh's favorites and the best new music. 101.5 WORD. On the weekend. Addiction is a disease that does not discriminate. At Recovery Centers of America, we see its impact on people from all walks of life. Every day, a mom or dad drinking too much every night, an athlete hiding a pill addiction, a healthcare professional or first responder dealing with work-related trauma through substance use, a young adult who started the party in college and hasn't been able to stop. In the past year, over 100,000 people in the U.S. died from overdoses, including many from our local community. If you're hearing this and you think you're different, that you have a habit and not an addiction. I want you to hear this message and challenge your relationship with alcohol and drugs. If you are struggling, there is a solution. We can help you today. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. At Recovery Centers of America, we will answer your call 24-7. Many of us personally understand your pain and we will work with you to determine the best treatment option that fits your needs. In our care, our medical and clinical experts will help you achieve recovery. Don't wait to get help. Call 1-888-RECOVERY now. That's 1-888-RECOVERY. If you are 65 or older, you know this. It's really frustrating to deal with out-of-pocket medical expenses, watching your hard-earned dollars just flying out the window. Well, here's something that can really help, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare has a new option called MediShare 65+. Plus. MediShare is a community of Christians who share each other's health care bills And it really is a community. People encourage and pray for each other. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B that fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. It's great for peace of mind. You can use your Medicare-approved doctor and get prescription savings, dental and vision savings. Very worth looking into, and it's so easy to find out why people rave about the customer service at MediShare. They're great to talk to on the phone. Here's the number. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Train up a child in the way they should go. Well, you know the rest. It's a calling you take very seriously as a Christian parent. And Trinity Christian School in Forest Hills seeks to honor your commitment by working together with parents to prepare students who are academically sound and spiritually ready to take their place in the world through a classical approach to education that helps build a faith from which they will never depart. Trinity Christian School, one of the top K-12 schools in Allegheny County at trinitychristian.net. It's been another week. That means it's time for John and Kathy's Week in Review. What was everyone talking about this week? Well, from my perspective, I would say the January 6th committee. Yep. A lot, mm-hmm. lot of conversation going on there. Yep. Right? I would also say another shooting. 
in an Alabama church mm. yesterday. It's horrible. Uh, I would also say the stock market. Or inflation. What was a conversation that made you think? Um, we talked to uh, Max King mm. about John King. That was a good conversation. But the conversation I really thought about was Wednesday at 5.15 okay. with uh, Rebecca Eklund, where we talked about seeing the image of God in each of us. In the checkout line at Target? Yeah, wherever, <laughs> on the parkway. to example. Right? I mean, I think if you if I can come back to that always, you know, it, it turns the heat down. I'm mad at somebody or I see mm-hmm. God loves that person. That's an image of God in them. I mean, God's with them as well as he's with me. So yeah. what am I going to do? Like be some crazy person? I'm going to supersede God? That, that conversation meant a lot to me. The image of God, imagio Dei, in each of us. I picked Wednesday at 410, our conversation with Alan Noble, which was absolutely mm. fascinating. It was, on, um, it was on so many things, but it was on our ability or inability to appreciate beauty without having to possess it. So he started talking about curating images. He ran across a site where some, some creeper dude. and he fell. And so Alan was going tisk tisk tisk, But at the same time. A woman walks in front of him and he goes, oh, and then he recognizes, I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to possess that as well. Right. It involved sexuality and ego. And possessions and money and how do we appreciate beautiful things without having to own them? Yeah. Very interesting. It was really, that was Wednesday at 410. If you missed any of these um, conversations or any of the other ones, Check out our podcast wherever you get your podcasts. The Ride Home with John and Kathy. What did you eat? <laughs> I've been thinking about this. No. Well, you know why? Because you know what I mean? For dinner time, oh, dinner. That's like the central meal. But yesterday, here, at the studio. Oh, my gosh. It was our boss's birthday. Happy birthday, Brad. Oh, Brad. Fabulous. And Diane, who, she's like the heartbeat of the station. She is. She Went to the pie shop. In South Hills? Yeah. Across from South Hills Village. And I'm saying that because that's where she told me it is, not because I've ever been there. But before you, Kath, entered the room, I ate <laughs> I ate a lemon tart. Yeah? Oh. It was this little tiny tart. Was it the same as the chocolate one I ate? No. Oh. Oh, well, it's the same yeah. size. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Okay. You had... I had first dibs, and I just reached, and I had no idea what it was. I took one bite of that. Oh my gosh, that was listen. I, the chocolate one I had. I want to drive out there. Was so delicious. Man. I kept remarking on it. Christy, did you mm-hmm. think so? Oh, it was lovely. Did it you have one? Real, I had the chocolate. Oh, the my. same tart. Yeah, mm. it's so good. It was really, really good. I mean, the pie was excellent, but the tart. Bring it off. The I wonder charts. if the if the tart is a smaller version of the pie. I don't know. <laughs> I don't really like chocolate cream pie. That was good. This was, I loved it. Okay, so what, what is it called? The pie the shop? The pie shop. At South Hills Village? Well, it's across the street from South Hills Village. By Pier 1. Where Pier One? I'm not sure if Pier 1's still there or not, but. It's, not, it's gone. Yeah, okay. I said it's well, gone. It's over there somewhere. All right. It was great. Okay, so I ate today uh, lunch at Bistro to Go. Oh, my friend Nikki's establishment Nikki. on East Ohio Street in the North Hills. And every time I go there, 
I think, I look at the menu and I think I'm going to get something different. Mm. And every time I get the same dang thing because it's so delicious, the strawberry pecan salad mm. is so awesome. I had it, love it. I just, I, I mean, just me talking about it, doesn't it make you want to eat it? Yes, of course. It's so great. I want to go get a salad and a lemon tart. Oh, but that would be a great <laughs> lunch, would wouldn't be, it? Yeah. What did you watch? I've been waiting for this to come out for a while, and it's finally here. It's uh, oh, no, it's another dating show, Christy. No, it's not. It's Jeff Bridges <laughs> with a show called The Old Man. I haven't heard about it. And it's on uh, FX or Hulu. So it's a weekly series on FX. Okay. So Hulu's got it, but you've got to like, you know, wait until FX airs it. I'm not sure what day it airs, but two episodes are currently out. And is it just like, is it like a reality? Like he's just talking? No, he's a, he plays a detective. Oh, it's a drama? And John Lithgow <gasps> is also what? it. Jeff Bridges. <gasps> And John Lithgow. I have to see it. Oh, have you seen it? I've seen one episode. What do you think? I'm in love. <gasps> it's fabulous. FX. Mm-hmm. The old man. Oh, my gosh. It's the dude. I have to watch it. The, the dude, dude abides. abides. The dude does abide. He ties the room together. Um, I watched uh, Stranger Things 4. <laughs> oh, Stranger Season Things. Season 4, yep. yeah. Just finished it last night. Mm, how's that? Um, I loved it. I really loved it. I did not think it was as strong as the other seasons until the end the last episode is great really great excellent i just it they yeah it's it's great um it is scary it's significantly scarier and more graphic than the previous seasons so you just have to know that going into it uh and so you would not want to sit down and watch this with your little kids Mm -hmm. um so don't send me nasty emails about you tried to watch it with your three-year-old and it didn't pan out all right What hacked you off? January 6th, President Trump, mm. Vice President Pence, John Eastman. Yeah. What the heck was going on there? I mean, it's documented. You can see it. There it is. You got to get hacked off by that. Well, what I'm hacked off by is so much smaller. It seems minuscule in comparison and well, yeah. kind of stupid. Sorry. Well, I got a brand new range. Oh no, I, that's that's not stupid. I just got you know we're we have a new kitchen yeah. and I have a brand new range. I've been using it for two weeks and both and it's a double oven and both the ovens are broken. What's going on with the appliances? I've been had it for thirty days and both the ovens are broken. Hmm. What is going on? Anyway, it hacks me off. What have you been listening to? Okay, this will cheer you up. Okay, am I going first? Yeah, why not? All right, okay. Um, this uh, song was originally released in 1985 oh but because of the aforementioned stranger things oh it is now number one yeah this is kate bush This song plays a pivotal role in Stranger Things 4. 
chasing after God. Mm-hmm. Pivotal role. <clears throat> now it's it's a it's a very '80s sound. I. Never heard this song. You never heard it? How did I miss it? I don't know. I never heard the song before it came up in the show. Really? I can't, I so can't explain it. So you weren't never listened to Kate Bush? No, I didn't. Really? I never knew her name. Interesting. I mean, you know. When How you, did I, I don't, is she, was she like, was, would it, yeah, it I mean, would have been charted. like mainstream music? Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know how I missed it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, she's kind of like in the mold of like an Annie Lennox yeah. or uh, the maybe maybe even, Blondie. you know, Tori Amos. Okay. Right, that kind of thing. So. She's gone 44 years from being on the charts. It's the longest oh it's a record. Uh, Tom Jones w- was the uh, prior record holder, uh, but now number one. More than like 540 million downloads around the world. She's so, like, I'm thrilled by this. I can't believe this so, attention. So the best thing that somebody can hope for is that their song gets picked up yep. decades later and, you know, revives a love of something and how much money would she have gotten just from the stranger things yeah i don't know you know the streaming is weird the, you know the artists are being left out of the streaming thing but it, i'm sure she's got a little chunk coming her way i hope so fabulous that's okay. what i'm listening to okay well i just thought it was a you know a depressing week in multiple ways and so i decided that i had to put this on okay How long could you be pessimistic? With this no, song? you really can't be. Whether you're born into it or not. Okay, here come the vocals. Are you ready? Yep. One of my favorite bands ever. Chic. It would be in my top five favorite bands. Chic. You ever Chic. seen them in public? Nile Rogers. I've seen them on li- like YouTube live shows. Okay, Never yeah. seen them live in person, though. That'd be so cool. Have you? Uh, no, but I'd sure love to. Don't you love that song? Yeah, it's a hit Is there song. anybody who doesn't love that song? No, it's, it's actually. Christy, do you know that song? Mood yeah, I know that song. Okay. Do, you, okay. do you love it? I do love it. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What's next? What was the best news you heard this week? My sister-in-law has been fighting cancer. She got really, really great news oh, this week. wonderful. So praise be to God. Anybody who doubts the power of prayer, Debbie, fabulous. Love you. Oh. Keep staying strong. Isn't that wonderful? Mm-hmm. We're so happy for you, Debbie. Uh, best news I heard this week is uh, we're having very good friends who moved away from our church back with us this weekend. Excellent. People who were always there every single Sunday, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden... They're gone. They move away, and you think, what? So very excited to have Dwight and Janet back this weekend. And that's John and Cappy's Week in Review. More than 10,000 in debt. Feel like you're on a never-ending trip. Accepted at over 100 colleges and universities. On winning nearly 2.3 million dollars in academic scholarships to your national merit scholars who joined the top 1% of the nation, the senior athletes who were signed to play collegiate sports, and for your accomplishments in the arts, mock trial, community service, and more. Congratulations! Go forth and let your light shine. Eden Christian Academy, pre-K through 12th grade, at EdenChristianAcademy.org. Are you more than 10000 in debt? Feel like you're on a never-ending treadmill staying in one place and never getting ahead with those minimum payments? You feel like there's no way out? Get off the endless debt treadmill and start saving money each month. There are programs in place to help you get free of your debt and you don't have to pay the entire amount you owe. 
The program at Total Financial Freedom can help you get debt-free in months instead of decades. Resolve your credit card debt, signature loans, department store cards, internet loans, and even timeshares. Call now at 800-832-2366 for free information. For over 15 years, Total Financial Freedom has helped thousands get out of debt. They're A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau, too. Get off the endless cycle without having to declare bankruptcy. You'll have the right to get your debt resolved for a mere fraction of what you owe. Call Total Financial now at 800-832-2366. That's 800-832-2366. 800-832-2366. If a super flexible schedule, great benefits, paid time off, and a signing bonus sound good, consider NAMS Transportation. NAMS has provided safe transportation to northern Allegheny County and Pittsburgh seniors for over 40 years. Van drivers start at $17 an hour, sedan drivers at $14 an hour, plus a $2,000 signing bonus for part-time drivers and a $4,000 signing bonus for full-time. Must be 25 or older, no CDL required. Call 412-406-8611 today. The free AutoZone Fix Finder service can help troubleshoot the likely cause of your pesky check engine light for free and help you save time and money down the road. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Plan now to join Word FM Tuesday, August 16th aboard the Gateway Clippers Empress for another fabulous dinner cruise. From 6.30 to 9, relax in the company of fellow believers as you enjoy a fantastic dinner buffet, music, and stunning views of the city skyline. The Ride Home's John and Kathy will be your cruise directors for this amazing night sponsored by Trinity Jewelers. Don't miss the boat. Last year's event completely sold out. Reserve now at wordfm.com slash dinnercruise. 101.5 WORDFM Pittsburgh. On your smart speaker by saying, Lay the Word Pittsburgh. And on your phone via the Word FM mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, and Odyssey. All right. Looks to be a beautiful weekend, right? Weather-wise. Uh, things to do this weekend, Pittsburgh's annual Juneteenth celebration from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. Friday through Sunday downtown at Point State Park to Market Square. A festival with more than 100 uh, vendors set up along Penn Avenue and Liberty. Uh, dance performances, live music. So uh, that's going on this weekend downtown. Uh, Tom Mosser presents Really Big Faces. He is um, an artist here, and uh, his what's really big faces? His art is gigantic. These gigantic, uh, beautiful oh, pieces. Oh, how about that? Yeah, Tom Mosser. Yeah, I didn't know his name, but I've seen the. Uh, oh, this evening, Fridays at the Frick, which we used to yes. go all the time, and the kids were little. Oh, um, right there, Clayton. Right, starts at six thirty, so in thirty-five minutes or okay. so, free live music. Can you imagine how beautiful Clayton is going to be tonight. Oh. It's not going to be hot anymore. Yep. It's going to be warm still, and it's going to be beautiful and verdant. Yes. It's just one of my favorite we, spots in all of Pittsburgh. When our kids were super little, the cool thing about it is, because Clayton is like an iron fence all the way around, mm-hmm. so your kids could run. You're going to go, oh, you what's going to happen? No, you have to worry. That's a good point. I never thought yeah, about oh, that. Oh, we're the kids. Oh, they're yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, the Frick Pittsburgh. I'm also the mattress factory in the north side hosting the Sanctuary Block Party along Monterey Street between Jacksonia and Samsonia Way. Uh, that's this evening as well. How about the Mexican War Streets? Love them. Right? Uh, let me see what else. Oh, movie night. Pittsburgh Independent Film Festival, Friday through Sunday at the Parkway Theater and Film Lounge in McKees Rocks. The festival will showcase independent films, micro-budget and no-budget films. No-budget films. Mm-hmm. I like that. 
the movies will screen 12 hours a day, feature more than 60 films, many of them made by local filmmakers. Okay. All right? Prices are 13 bucks to get in. Okay. No budget, but you got to pay. <laughs> sure. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, thanks for being with us, everybody. Yeah, it was a really fun week on the show. Sure was home. a good week. Yeah. Hope you guys are looking forward to a great weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll be back here Monday in our usual seats doing the usual thing. All right. God willing. Yeah, we have some great guests lined up already for Monday, so hope you'll be with us. Yeah. Have a lemon tart. You'll feel better. The Ride Home with John and Kathy, a production of Salem Media Group. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.